to the greatest adventure across time, Zap to the Future. Today we continue our special episode series inspired by Zap's favorite movie trilogy, Star Wars. We hope you enjoy this episode written by the voice of Zap. Welcome to a story that takes place deep in the future in a solar system pretty close by, Moon Battles! As you may recall from our last episode, Zap is helping the Rebel Squad fix their ship while having an awesome future adventure. Can Zap win the Power Pod race? How will the Rebel Squad stop the evil Supreme Army? Will Zap master the Space Force? Stay tuned to find out. Zap presses the green button to activate the boosters and pushes the throttle stick forward. His red power pod shoots across the stage. Oh, this is so fast! Power pods all race down the field at incredible speeds. They loop around the first and second turn. Zap is second from last and pushing faster to catch up. The last place power pod is trying to catch up and takes aim. The blaster fire misses Zap's power pod by inches. Zap remembers Danalone's quick instructions. This green button fires the blasters, and this green button is a short hyperboost. Zap hits the third green button and pushes forward, engaging all the boosters. Zap zooms past the other racers to take the lead. Whoa, this is actually fun! Zap cuts the boost burst for a quick turn around an orange waterfall, then boosts forward towards the last leg of the race, Laser Frog Canyon. The other pods are catching up. Uh-oh, the scan tube shows this has some sharp turns ahead. Focus on what's in front of you, Zap. Allow the space force to guide your skills. Zap cuts his boosters and enters the canyon's first turn. Laser frogs fill the canyon floor. Laser frogs are very special creatures. Every ribbit releases a tiny laser. Zap turned past a group of laser frogs and down a canyon tunnel. Other racers followed. The tunnel turned left, then right, then down, and then up towards the end of the tunnel. Zap checked the scan tube. The finish line was just over the next few turns. The other pods gained quickly. Zap sees a huge boulder blocking the raceway and remembers what Harry the Hookie told him. I'm Harry! Harry's right, I need to blast that big rock. Zap takes aim and blasts the boulder apart. The blast kicks up a cloud of dust that confuses the other racers, leaving Zap to zip through the rest of the race and cross the finish line in record time. Wow, what a spectacular finish! In first place, a small butterfly named Zap! Yes, I won the race! Today, Zap. I'm Harry. The Rebel Squad helped Zap off the power pod. Dan and Harry start working on refitting the Skyflyer while Larry Skytrotter and Oldie Tukenny load the crew's winnings. Zap bounces around in his new cape. Good golly, 
this is the best future adventure ever. What's next? The Rebel Squad makes it back to the Sentry Eagle. Dan, Harry, and Skytrotter immediately start working on the engine and hyperhop tube. Oldie and Zap also help by repairing the hyperfuel injectors. Everything is going perfectly until a stun pulse hits the ship, freezing everyone on board. Three scavengers board the Sentry Eagle and move everyone to the loading bay and open the bay lock. The scavengers resemble ancient Roman centurions with red Mohawk Galia helmets, laced space handles, and even have Tarugas, centurion battle skirts, over spacer gear. The leader of the scavenger group enters the bay menacingly. Ah, Danny alone! So we meet again! The scavenger leader is dressed in the finest galactic gear and has a purple cloak draped around him. His space helmet has a large visor with gold trimmings. The stun pulse begins to wear off Zap and the rebel squad. Ah! Who are you? I am Space Caesar, the infamous scavenger leader and bounty hunter from the planet Pax Lomanos and Tullium. My crew and I will be at your ship today, sir. Uh, you're not going to get my ship today, sir. Are you mocking me? No, you're mocking me. Dan alone speaks confidently as he mocks one of the most dangerous men in the galaxy. He pulls a hose off the wall and fills the loading bay with thick space steam. The crew runs out of the loading bay and into the surrounding woods. Sayonara, space face. Whoa, that was insane. I'm Harry. Look, this guy will find us. He's the best in the biz. He'll find us and take everything we own. Just ask the goal system. Good golly, if we get captured, I'll be late for supper. Well, I think you're going to be late because here comes Space Caesar. Dan alone and Space Caesar stare at each other. They each put their hands close to their stun blaster holsters. A quick stun draw is about to happen, just like on Zap's grandpa's Old West TV shows. Both stun blasts hit each other and blow up in midair. Dan alone is quicker to fire off a second stun. Ah, I'm stunned! The scavengers regroup around their leader. Skytrotter and Harry drop a pair of jumpy bomb discs. Oh wait, what? Just as he said this, a huge triangle space sail ship appears and hovers above. A muffled alien voice comes from a speaker. The message ends and a beam projects from the ship as an alien with a huge catfish head, cape and crown glides down. Dan alone, I have an important mission for you lot. Who's the bounty? Not who, what. The Superstar Rock, power source of my kingdom, was stolen by the blasted Supreme Army and taken to Sublui, a space battle station the Superstar Rock will be powering. You lot, rumors you have heard of this station, the Doom Moon. So the Doom Moon is more than rumor. Um, Harry! It does sound dangerous, Harry. What do you think, gang? Let's go stop that evil Supreme Army! Um, Harry! Zach, do you want to go home or stay in hell? 
I want to help, too. Good. We'll need all the help we can get to infiltrate the Doom Moon. So what are we waiting for? Let's go, kid. Dan and Harry plug in the coordinates to Sublui and zoom through space. Dan pulls the hyperhop lever, and the Sentry Eagle makes a space hop. Hyperhop complete. Approaching Sublui. Harry, keep the hyperhop tube ready. Um, Harry! They all look through the Sentry Eagle's viewport. Look at that moon! That's no moon, Zap. The Catfish King was right. It's the Doom Moon. We need to locate the Superstar Rock to depower the station. We better park a couple meteor miles away and space swim over. That station probably has tons of scan tubes. If the eagle gets too close, we'll be disintegrated in seconds. Ship computer, I'm willing to bet we're gonna need a quick exit. Hover around and wait for a pickup call. Suit up, everyone. We're going for a little space swim. The space swim is difficult as cosmic waves keep pushing the group in different directions. It's also hard to kick and paddle when you share a spacesuit with a giant Pookie, but they make it to the surface of the Doom Moon without being disintegrated. Boot mag to the surface, and let's find a hangar bay or a docking tube we can access. Zap taps the time tablet and opens the tool app con. He pulls out binoculars and looks around. I see a gated hangar with only three guards. I like those odds, Zap. There might be more inside. Kid, you, Larry, and I will go in. Harry, stick with Oldie and keep watch. Wait, this might help. Zap opens the tool app con and pulls out disguise discs from the time tablet. Put these in your pockets and think of lightning soldier uniforms. Great work, kid. I have a plan. Dan, Larry, and Zap clank towards the guards at the gate. One guard puts out his hand to stop them. Hold. State the Sector 11 password. Oh, we just got rerouted from Sector um, 10. So we don't know Sector 11's passcode yet. Oh, you must be Doc, Dupe, and Gap. Where are Gop and Gap? Gop and Gap? Oh, um, yeah, they're right over there. Dan waves over to Harry and Oldie. I see the please sector 11 code is please. Well, then please let us in. The guards step aside, and the disguised rebel squad swiftly walk through the hangar gate. The hangar is filled with lightning troopers, tri-flinger jets, techs, and bots. The rebel squad walked on to the doom moon, right under the crew's noses. Oldie quickly leads them down and up, lift vaders, downstairs, upstairs, side stairs, through a rail tram, a mess hall, around the game of space soccer, to finally reach the superstar rock energizing chamber. Wow, did you use the space force to find the energizing chamber? No, Dan. I followed the signs. Oh, um, thanks, Oldie. Follow my lead, guys. I have a plan. Stay here. Dan opens the chamber. They all file in. Dan walks up to the powerful rock, looks around at the techs and bots operating the room, grabs the superstar, and yells out, Run! But as quickly as they start back to the door they came from, the room filled with lightning soldiers storming in from all directions. Get those rebels. Good golly. I guess I'm going to be late for dinner. Wow, what a great episode. How do you like Zap's May 4th special? Who is your favorite character? Next week, we'll continue where we left off in Zap's adventures into the future. Hey Zap, great job writing Moon Battles. Thanks, Dad. This is just the first couple parts, but you have more to the story, right? Yeah, but I'm thinking we'll do those episodes next May 4th. 
We've had a lot of new characters and a lot of nice sound effects. Which was your favorite? Um, I liked when Dan alone pulled the hose. And went shh. What was your favorite sound effect, Jay? I like the laser frogs. Ribbit. Ribbit. Pew, pew, Ribbit, ribbit, ribbit. What was your favorite sound effect, Dad? The eagle scream as the century eagle went into hyper hop mode was fantastic. Great job, Mom! Thank you for taking the time to listen to the show. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to the podcast Zap to the Future on Apple, Google Podcasts, or your favorite podcast player. Also, if you like the show, share it with a friend or post it on social media and tag at ZapFuture so we can personally thank you. Finally, if you could go to Apple Podcasts and leave us a rating and review, it really helps get the word out about the show. And we really want to hear from you. Visit us at ZapFuture.com, send us an email, or find us on Instagram at ZapFuture. Zap to the Future and characters are created by the Alvarez family. The podcast is 100% produced in Chattanooga, Tennessee. All rights reserved, batteries not included.